Welcome to Revive Ministry Podcast. Actually, we're going to do a video this time. I wasn't even sure at the time, but today we have an incredible special guest with us today. I know, I know. I'm going to make her feel a little, I'll put her on her spot, but she was the one of the friends that actually encouraged me to do the podcast. I've been doing it for a year now and I have, it's kind of embarrassing, over 70 episodes. It is astounding that I just continue to do it. And she was just one of the people that just, got me over that fear of the unknown the uncertainty of not knowing what to do and i just really appreciate her coming back returning again and uh welcome jessica and thank you for returning with us i am honored that you have me on your podcast again so thank you so much and i don't know why you would be embarrassed for having 70 how many 70 75 and counting that's amazing that is like like Bravo. Yay. That is really great. And one year of podcasting. I'm so proud of you. So definitely is uh, the space for you for sure. Thank you, Jessica. Before I begin, I usually start with a disclaimer. If you are struggling or in crisis, please seek immediate professional help. You know, I encourage everyone who's listened to actually know your resources around your local area. Um, If you are in the U.S., there is the 1-800- 273-8255 is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. There's also resources out there. Um, there's there's support groups. If you know, I'm a facilitator for NAMI and we're all doing it virtually right now, a lot of hybrids right now. So I encourage you to find out what uh, is there locally for you. I um, also, I just, I always start out each episode with a quote now. So Jessica, I'm gonna start you out with a quote. It's from Anthony Brandt. You know, this is, this will be uploaded in November. And, you know, as we get closer to the holidays, family is usually the main focus, you know? And uh, uh, Anthony Brandt had this interesting quote. It says, other things may change us, but we start and end with family. It's just kind of eerie. Cause for me, um, it's, it speaks differently for each person, you know? So I just, I want to, you know, hand it over to you. When you hear that quote, what do you think? And I'll kind of share what's going to kind of fly with it, because I think family can be one of the most, you know, ever some people who've listened to the podcast before when you were on understand that family could be one of the most precious memories and also the most heartbreaking ones. So when you kind of hear this quote, what does it mean to you? Well, I think of present day more yeah. than anything when yeah. I first uh-huh. yeah, hear that. Um, but when you you trigger my mind to think back of you know my past family, um, so I'll, I'll dive first into like present day, present day, and that's kind of like you know which we're in like this new normal. So I'm working from home and it's super different. <laughs> so I'm not actually leaving my house right now. My yeah. kids, are, nobody's yeah. going anywhere. We're I all. Know. Yeah. <laughs> as you know, Robert, I am I eight months pregnant. I think I'm almost nine months. Like I have like four more weeks to go. So wow. we're not going anywhere. Um, so my day starts with family mm-hmm. and it ends with it, but it's also throughout the whole day. But if I, what, when I go back to work and things like that, and the new routine sets back in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we go about our day and we're all separated. And it's kind of like, I like to think that we're all linked up. Like we have these strings, kind of like my sister in Georgia. I don't get to see her, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, my day might start with talking to her in the morning before I start work or, mm-hmm. um, but family is so important and it, it drives us. 
but it's yeah. also not by blood either like so yeah. going back to like what you were yeah. saying about like yeah. my past family um you know i've made choices to cut some people out because they were really unhealthy yeah. uh, and abusive so not having those people in my life, I have control over whether or not I invite those people into my life. And mm. I've chosen the family that I have now. You know, you're part of my family. Yes. Podcast, like <laughs> mental health family. So, mm. you know, it's, we're super blessed it, that we're adults now and we yeah. have control over who we spend the rest of our life with. Like you just yeah. got married, you know? Yes. Like, starts with family, ends with family. I really like that because we can, we could go all day talking about <laughs> yeah because that you know, quote. the one thing is like um especially during my recovery is that we try to lie to ourselves that connections don't matter as much as they do and they do that's why they hurt you know uh, a lot of times uh, people are like well um well how can the family you know fa how can something be so precious to you also be the most damaging and i say it because we're the most vulnerable you know at the same time and at the same time you know there's that old kind of weird convoluted thing that I've read or came up with is um, the good news is only as good as the bad news was. It's kind of, you know, the contrast, you know, if I lost 50 cents, Jessica I gained it. It's not, it's nice, but it's, it's not as you don't appreciate it. and gratitude's one of the main keys, but we're going back to family. And I think about family a lot, you know, I say this, at least I know, you know, especially with your story, it was so inspiring. One of my first episodes you were on, and I was just so taken that you were, you know, this idea of a safe place. You know, right now we're all in our own places, hermits in our rooms, in our houses, trying to be safe, you know. But safe place in my mindset is just so huge because it allows us to grow. You know, uh, Joanne's my wife, and now, and uh, one thing that was different about her than anyone else was I could have my pie in my face moments and it's okay. As it's like, it's unique when you find those people because a lot of times we're all trying to prove something. Like we gotta try to make sure that we have that value, but the value never goes away. This is sometimes when recovery kind of feel like we lost it. So for me, when it comes to family, I, 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 I know that this time can be very hard. For, for me, I'm so blessed that where I'm at, and I'm sure, like, you know, it's funny. I get married, you're eight months, nine months pregnant. We're in those big, the seasons of life, you know, the changes of seasons, and it's 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 wonderful, but also it also makes me realize how much I appreciate the journey. You know, a lot of people will focus on um, what they don't have, but they forget what they do have. Right, perspective, I think, plays a key part in all of this, too. So in our mindset, so having that mindset of, of gratitude, yes, especially starting your day off with gratitude, thinking yes. about people that you have in your life and your family yes. and perspective, you know, not having, I mean, going, I, I could have the perspective of, oh my gosh, I'm bringing, I'm starting all over. I have a 14 year old, 10, 14 year old and a almost 11 year old literally starting all over mm -hmm. i mean i could have the perspective oh my gosh you know like mm -hmm. what a, but i'm not i'm so blessed like i feel like we're just embracing this and feeling so blessed that we get to parent another child you know like you got married during a pandemic yeah i know, you know i didn't yeah. get to show up to that <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah yeah so there's perspective there where you could have been like 
hey, I'm pretty upset. Like I didn't get to have the people I wanted at my wedding. But mm -hmm. if you know, some people, when you think about the purpose, the purpose was about you and your wife. Yes. About you guys, you know, sharing that moment with each yeah. other. It's not about everybody else. I know. It's that mindset, it's that perspective. It's wonderful, uh, you know, wonderfully say that because my brother was supposed to be the best man. He didn't make it. He was in another, he was in another country. And for me, like, I was like, the funny thing was, I was just so happy that I was even able to get married yeah. at a church. You know, for me, like, a lot was, there was a lot of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And, um, but at the same time, it was just, you know, one of those things that uh, I remember it said that um, our hopes are right beyond that line of fear. Like it's beyond that fear. A lot of times we're stuck because we're trying to control a lot. And sometimes I feel like when we try to control so much, we end up it ends up controlling us. And for me, I learned that the hard way. So I'm just like, for me, when it comes to family and thinking about being grateful, I know, at least for me, my perspective, I know everyone's story. And that's one thing the podcast helped me, Jessica. It helped me realize that, yes, my story is important, but everyone plays a part. Everyone who comes here. I I appreciate every guest who's willing to share and just have this safe place. You know, it's not about being right. It is not about being right. It's about it's about community, it's about connections, it's about growing. If we're not willing to make mistakes, we're not going to do anything. I remember one of my church leaders was asking, like, what do we do? We're, we're trying to find out what to do when this pandemic started. I told him, people are going to remember that we did something, not if we made a mistake. Mm -hmm. So, like, for me, it's the willingness that um, to consider possibility requires a tolerance of uncertainty. That's Rachel Naomi Remen. Mm -hmm. Another thing that reminds me is that um, Benjamin Franklin said this, tell me and I'll forget. Teach me, I may remember. Involve me, I learn. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just kind of compelling how much right now I feel this is a great opportunity. We could look at this COVID-19 as, oh my goodness, the world is crashing down. You see a lot in I see a lot in churches, they grab onto this, but at the same time, let's not forget to live now. Stay present today. You know, our families, we're going to the holidays. People, at least uh, people who are struggling, I know right now this is the hardest time. It's a reminder of what they don't have, but I, I, I want to try to encourage them to try to seek deep of what they do have, because You'll be, in, you'll be amazed at what you do have. I remember at my lowest time, I felt I didn't have, but when I felt that way, I was able to piece back the value that I think I didn't have. So I, I know that was kind of long. Um, but when you think about this idea of maintaining wellness, you know, we think, well, family's there. Uh, one thing I always hear in groups, you know, I just do support groups, is that people feel like they're not being hurt. Mm -hmm. That's it. They don't even want to be, they don't want it to be fixed. It's incredible how you could get a group of people being hurt the same way and just talk and they feel better. Nothing solved. Nothing tangibly was solved, but there's a sense of community that's so important. Well, it's a step forward. Yeah. When you're, when you're able to share with somebody, yeah. 
step forward. And it's actually, you know, it's an invisible, almost invisible treatment for somebody. Yeah. They might, you might feel like there wasn't anything really solved. But for me, when I see that, that person, like for me, when I, sh- when I first shared, it's like I was giving a piece of myself away. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot for somebody to come out and say, hey, this is what I've been through or like to admit something or whatever it is. It takes a lot of courage to be able to, to speak your truth. So, yeah, um, I wanted to share something with you because you mentioned control and we're talking about, yeah. you know, Go ahead. all the stuff. So, um, I actually came up with it. And if anybody wants this, I'm, I have a PDF, I can email it to you. Yeah. Um, but it's about control and to help people with anxiety. It's a visual mm. exercise mm-hmm. really helps me because we're yeah. in this time of, as you mentioned, uncertainty. Yeah. And kind of going into the unknown <laughs> and it's really a, a great way for you to kind of put things into perspective so your focus isn't going being derailed somewhere else and then you lose out on opportunities so what i like to teach my clients is think of yourself cooking you know mm-hmm. you, even if you don't know how to cook it's fine you know what pots are you know what a stove yeah. is mm-hmm. that's fine enough so you're imagine yourself at the stove and you've got two pots two big old pots, one on the left, one on the right. The one on the left is God's recipe, mm-hmm. the universe. He has mm-hmm. got that recipe. You are not allowed to change it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have no control over anything to do with that pot, the temperature, what's cooking, any of it. You can look in there, but mm-hmm. you could put the things you can't control in there, but that's it. The mm-hmm. pot on the right is all you. You have mm-hmm. full control over what you're cooking up, how long it's gonna take, what it tastes like, all the things. And so with this visual, when things happen in your life, like my brother can't come to my wedding, mm-hmm. you're gonna put the I can't control, my brother can't come to my wedding in the left pot, the pot that God has cooking up because you have no control over anything. Yeah. You know, having my baby shower drive by, not an actual baby shower. Yeah was not the funnest thing, but it was still fun. Yeah. <laughs> still made it happen. But I couldn't, I can only control so much. I can only control what I can control. So the rest went into that pot. So I think you guys can see the trend there where yeah. you're just putting, because if you're sitting there focused on the pot on the left mm-hmm. and watching what God has cooking up for you, you're gonna mm-hmm. miss out on the opportunities that mm-hmm. are on the right side that you got going on because you're so focused on the stuff you can't control. Yeah. And I think that's where the mindset shift needs to be. The perspective needs to be Mm -hmm. is to go go back to that and say, okay, what can I control? What mainly your reactions, your Mm -hmm. emotions, whether or not you want to believe it. Sometimes our anger can hijack us, right? Like you have an emotion that hijacks you. Yeah. I mean, I'm so sorry. I acted that way. So it's just kind of like that visual really helps a lot of people and I hope whoever's listening, it can help you with your anxiety and control and and feeling a sense of uh, helplessness, especially during this time. Yeah. You know, um, there's this, well, there's two things. I was going to share this one quote from Daniel Goleman. It is kind of, I would say. I think it reads differently, but I'll share how it reads to me after I read it. It's it's kind of off the cuff. It's kind of straightforward. It says, if your emotional ability aren't in hand, if you don't have self-awareness, 
If you're not able to manage your distressing emotions, if you can't have empathy and have everything uh, effective relationship, then no matter how smart you are, you're not going to get very far. It just emphasized for me how powerful and how important our uh, our connections are, how important our emotional IQ is. How Albert Einstein said, "the the ability to change, uh, uh, true intelligence, the ability to change." Or you know, I'm paraphrasing, but basically, change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. We're experiencing change right now. I think this one funny story. Well, I I use this story a lot in my podcast. It's John Lennon when he was five years old. At five years old, his teacher said, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" All the other students like fireman, astronaut. It was around that time. And John Lennon said, "I want to be happy." Me being us being oh, <laughs> right that. now, I under, I understand that the teacher was like, "No, you got it wrong." And I think yeah. John Lennon had it more right than we. Yeah. Like right now, I feel like I understand. I want to be happy too, and it's one of those things that we strive because. And、um, I like the idea. Like for me, coping skills is huge. I have to use breathing techniques. I get anxiety myself, you know, with what I deal with, and.、Um, And I do、um, progressive. Funny story. I was gonna bring this up, but on our honeymoon, we went to the Keys. We went to the Florida Keys,、nice. and I went. I went snorkeling, right? And being a husband, I'm like, I have to protect her because I get seasick, right? I was out there shoving Dremamine in my stomach just so I don't get sick. I'm the first one in. the The captain's a an Air Force. I was in the U.S. Air Force from 2000, 2004. So we had little. I go in. I see a jellyfish, and I see more, and I see a lot more. I'm like trying to tell Joanne, "Don't get stung." Right? I'm trying to like trying, but it got worse. I'm panicking. Right? She gets stung. I never got stung. It was hilarious. <laughs> I did not get stung at all.、Oh. I go to a boat. I'm like doing all the coping skills, you know, breathing, because it was hectic. Because you know, it was. Uncommon for that many jellyfish, but we had a tropical storm, so they pushed it over the coral, and it was um, it was I, I to this day I think when we're eighty five, it'll be like the attack of the jellyfish forever. But it was one of those things that was kind of funny, but it also was um, one of those things that I could not control that situation. I could not control the jellyfish. I knew the people other in the boat, which was interesting because they were really upset. They're like, I paid for this. All this stuff, but for me, I looked at Joanne. I was just like, I'm happy. I'm safe. I'm just with. I'm just spending the time. It's not about doing stuff or obtaining stuff. It's about being with the people that you really care about. That really matters at the end. So、um, we're talking about family. I'm sorry, kind of going all over the place. Just、um, <laughs> totally、um, fine. Um, where does um? I want to ask you a question. I know I'm kind of you know I use this very loosely. I just Kind of use it for like scrap paper, like our outline. Yeah. But like,、uh, in what ways have you been able to move forward and sustain or maintain healthy fact?、Uh, I don't know. You know, habits during your life, especially today in this uncertain time. You know, you have you can't do what you normally could do. I remember going to the store in, in March and April. It was bleak. You know, you can't. I, I would if 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 the line was long. I'm like, I, I guess I'm not getting the stuff. I guess I don't need it. You kind of, and and the fear and like the tension, and it was real. It was very real. And the sad part is, the church I go to in Palm Coast,、um, several people passed away. Actually, the first 
first when it first onset my birthday is march 15th when it first onset i just remember there was an individual I'm not gonna name names a teenager passed away and they couldn't even have they had a funeral but like there have been several funerals i've seen that i feel like you know just like we're talking about like you would want to be able to you know um you know say um you know just just to to mourn you know the way you would normally envision yourself to mourn but at the same time i i i learned a lot about that whole situation and it came up quick so how do you maintain day to day i work from home i know it's a struggle to so i actually have a whiteboard with every single thing put on so like everything's structured so i have to make sure that i do it you know in the way and not forget my meetings and everything like that so how do you do it in a family and you're about to get (laughs) (laughs) does that work i don't know man that's a a loaded question i know that's a dangerous question (laughs) wow (laughs) and it really uh, i'm glad i mentioned i was able to tell you about my uh visual exercise with the pots because that seriously saves me like i cannot control everything so going back to that that's a huge resource for me to handle my mindset Um, and then other, I mean, I've done, you know, if anybody's listening from the first episode, like PTSD and trauma, all that stuff, you know, I, I mean, I've had a few triggers here and there, especially with what's going on with this hashtag save the children stuff. So Mm. I've really had to distance myself from, um, a lot of social media, which I want to say has been a super big help to me because, um, I just, I feel all the stories and all the things and all the all that stuff. So just being able to manage my, my day to day, is that basically what you're asking me? Yeah. 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 Your day to day, nothing specific, just day to day. Like how do you keep that mindset? How do you talk about the pots Yeah. and like letting go and knowing that you can't be there for anyone? Yeah. The main thing for me, Robert, like is reflection. That's one of the main other things for me, um, other than keep my mindset in check. Cause we're not perfect. I mean, I have breakdowns, I have sad moments, but it's just, we're allowed to do that. I think we're yeah. sometimes for people, they don't think that they are allowed to be sad or allowed to be upset or have yeah. those, especially in recovery, able to, to have that setback. But I think it's healthy. I think that's I think okay. It. I think it depends on, again, back to my pot thing. Like I'm having a moment how long am I going to sit here and look at this pot that I shouldn't Mm. be looking at? You know, like, I think it's okay to, to, to look at that and to to look at your trauma and and to feel something about it because we're human where it's emotions. And you're talking about emotional intelligence earlier. Mm. It's, it's all part of that, like self-regulation, you know, what are you doing to be able to shift out of that? Now it would be different if I was having a, a trigger, a moment and I'm, I'm spending my whole day and it's taking away from my family. It's taking yeah, away from yeah, yeah. my daily activities. Yeah. Then there's a problem. Then, then I need to see, you know, my therapist mm. at that mm. point, but I'm able to switch back and say, okay, I, I can have this moment to be sad. I can have this moment to grieve. I can have this moment to cry. Now mm. let me go about my daily things. That's not an everyday thing. I just yeah. want to throw that in there because that yeah. did happen during this COVID experience. Yeah. Um, and it could be all these pregnancy hormones too. I don't know. Like, I mean, it is crazy being pregnant. Mm. Um, so 
I think reflection is a huge piece in that for sure because if I'm not reflecting, because I also do guidance counseling. So when mm -hmm. I meet with my kids and they tell me stuff or I read something or uh, have someone tell me something about a student, you know, it hits hard. I'm a feeler. I'm very, all yeah. that empathy, you know, yeah. I can feel it in my soul. So it's like that, that ha what happened to you happened to me kind of thing. So yeah. I really need to take time for me, recognize mm -hmm. what I need, not what everybody else needs. What do I need today to close it all up? It's yeah. Like pack everything from today, put it in a box and say goodbye and then move on to the next day. So if I don't do that though, Robert, like I will have a meltdown mm. and I know that about me. So I have to be able to dissect and reflect everything and to go, okay, what could I control in that situation for this client? This, this, and this, and not this, and then move on to the next client. Okay. Yeah. What could I, and then my kids too. What? family stuff like what can I control can't control my bank account to an extent okay yeah. <laughs> like, there's only so much I can do that yeah yeah I know um, you know what I mean especially with this baby coming up so you know there's just little things like that I think definitely the reflection definitely my visual exercise I shared with you guys mm -hmm. um and then the emotional intelligence just being able to to uh release is super important not holding all that stuff in I think especially during these times like it's okay to feel scared. It's okay for all that stuff, but we, we want to make sure that it's not taking away from our daily activities. That's when we need to partner up with someone and be heard and, and to share, Hey, I'm feeling this way. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even able to get out of bed. I can't even leave my house right now because I'm feeling so anxious. We don't want our friends and family to feel that way. We want to be able to help them and, and, and provide them with the support necessary. So they're able to live their daily activities without feeling that way. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, you said it before, like, in, you know, and we've been talking about um, boundaries. You know, yeah. one of the things that we could really establish, especially with this COVID, Ugh. is boundaries and a safe place. You know, that is really nice because mm -hmm. because one thing, like, I was telling you, like, the pie in the face moment um, and being, is being okay, it, it's... I think it's essential in recovery that you don't feel like you have to walk on eggshells. You're going to make mistakes. It's unrealistic to think you're not going to make mistakes. We're human. This, um, you know, this is going to be uploaded in uh, November, but in, in October, the whole theme was it's okay to fall. It's failure is the key because a failure, a lot of times is seen as, um, as something, you know, shame, you know, you failed you know but the thing is with failure we learn the most from our failures and we the problem is we look at our lives more of a destination not a journey mm -hmm. just look at i just look at my journey and how much it's been and how blessed i am where i'm at but i know there's so much more and that's a wonderful thing about life you know there's it's just journey when you think about a certain destination oh i need to be here i need to have this degree right now i need to be here in my life right now you're going to be a lot of stress and you're not going to be able to differentiate the pots that you're talking about. You're going to be like, everything's my fault. My failures are on me. And then it's really going to just weigh you down. But when you're able to, to just kind of allow yourself to breathe, you're going to make mistakes. Your value does not hinge on you making, not making mistakes. Your value doesn't hinge that everyone will like you. Your value just your value is who you are. You know, I, I remember when I was struggling with um, 
um, with my situation, there was such an emphasis and it's not anything bad to know your diagnosis of what you're struggling with, but you're much more than that. And I, I tell this to my the people in my groups because I don't, there's, you know, just like any recovery, trauma, mental health, substance abuse, there's no cookie cutter approach. But when you start looking at what you do have and not what you don't have, when you start looking forward with hope, you know, Viktor Frankl, I read the book this last year, um, Man Finding Meaning. He says, when you know the why in your life, the how gets bearable. And he was in Auschwitz in the, in the Holocaust as a Jew. And he was a psychiatrist and he saw the people who made it were the people who had hope. So like, it, like, I feel like a lot of times our society, especially breeds this idea that just knowing stuff is enough. And that's not true. Knowing stuff is just, for me, I feel like more of it is about us being able to change with the seasons. We're both going through same seasons changing right now. And it's one thing I've learned is just be willing to um, know that you're going to make a mistake, but know yeah. that you're in a safe place, that you can. Yeah, you mentioned vulnerability, and that's a huge thing that I teach. Uh, being vulnerable is okay, mm -hmm. because if we're vulnerable, that means that we're open to growth. It's not easy being vulnerable. It's not mm -hmm. easy being uncomfortable. But if mm -hmm. you're not letting your guard down and 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 being vulnerable in a safe space right mm -hmm. you gotta, you gotta trust the space how are you gonna grow you know making mistakes all part of the process failing is a good thing as you're saying because how are you how are we gonna grow we're meant to evolve yeah if we're not taking that that step towards evolving and being a better version of ourselves and what are we doing yeah and I, um, just to kind of, um, as we approach the holidays and, you know, you work with a lot of younger kids, um, what advice would you give them and their parents, you know, especially as this uncertainty, any, any advice, you know, you talked about the pot, uh, um, the, the, the letting go of what you can't control. Um, any other advice that you would like to share? Um, well, I, I also work with, uh, you know, people like me, mm -hmm. um, who have gone through sexual trauma, um, or and men and women of mm -hmm. any age, because it affects us all. Yeah. Uh, and then counseling the kids. So, yeah, the POTS thing is a really huge thing that I, I teach. Um, advice going into the season, probably the biggest thing that sticks with me because it's so relatable, mm -hmm. <laughs> is, is not having uh, that perfect, picture-perfect family. Yes. Um, and I'm not talking about my, I feel like my family I've built is, is freaking amazing, picture perfect for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, this is what I wanted when I was a little girl. Yeah. But I'm talking about, you know, like that mom and dad status. Okay. Like yeah. my mom and dad status, like, you know, the perfect grandma and grandpa. Mm -hmm. Um, I could have that perception where, mm -hmm. uh, I could be sad and I could let that take away from my holiday season yeah, yeah from me enjoying my family today mm. but i don't because and this goes back to what i was saying about reflection and really analyzing what you can control and what you can't control yeah because i see it so often i'm sure everybody has too on social media you'll see something like you know this is such a hard time 
season for me, someone will post. Or maybe you, someone listening is feeling that way because mm. it reminds them of a traumatic experience. Mm. Something, anything, could be anything. Um, but what we have control over is recreating memories. Yeah. You know, that there's something called neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. We're able to rewire the way we think. Mm-hmm. It takes time, it's not easy, mm-hmm. but it can be done. So maybe Christmas 2020 is going to be epic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Christmas yes. or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate is going to be an epic time for you. This is when you're going to change your thinking pattern and, and the way this event is is attached to something else. Yeah. So, I mean, that... I hope that makes sense for somebody because for me it, a long time ago it was a really hard time for me because I didn't have this father that was normal because my father is you know this horrible person that did horrible things to me so I don't care to associate him with anything with my family today obviously yeah. um so I don't have that but you know what I do have mm. like what you're saying what do you have I have an amazing father-in-law that, mm-hmm. I, that loves me as if I was his own daughter. Mm-hmm. I have an amazing mother-in-law, same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I have an amazing husband where I, could only, I couldn't have dreamt of a, <laughs> of a better man to show me what it's like to be a real dad, like mm-hmm. with our kids. Yeah. Our kids get to have that childhood that I could only dream of having, yeah. you know? So, and that's what I am so thankful for. So I think like it, for a youth who's listening, it's super hard right now, I know, for you to even imagine that your life could be the way I'm saying my life is. But let me tell you, I was in that place of darkness and I believed that I wasn't going to have any of this stuff. I, cu- I couldn't even have dreamt up this life, you know, like it's just crazy. So, I mean, it's but it, as long as you stick to being uh, to to just growing and to be a better version of yourself than you were yesterday, you're on the right path. Being vulnerable, putting your, making yourself uncomfortable in a healthy setting, you know, like this is, can be uncomfortable for some people, yeah. talking and, and knowing that yeah. your voice is gonna be shared to wherever yeah. around the whole yeah. world, right? Yeah. But what's the purpose? Then we go down to the purpose. Yeah. What's the purpose of us sharing today? Is to help people. Yeah, to help. That's why. If it's serve. just one person, you know? And that's another thing that I think that could help somebody listening is what's your purpose in celebrating the holidays what's, yeah, what's the purpose there is it to bring joy to yourself and your family awesome then that's what it should be about yeah. to bake cookies you don't have enough money in the bank account fine there's other things you can do yes you know, it's not about all this materialistic stuff and i think it's it's healthy to shut off the social media because they create the world that they want us to see yeah we're not really in control there. We think we are, but we're really not. So it's okay to shut that down. Yeah. And to surround and, yourself with other things. Yeah. And I feel that, you know, one, some of the most, I don't know, I've read several books and some movies. One of the most intriguing stories when the same stories go in this on and people see it very differently. Same thing happens to the same people, mm-hmm. but they all look at the story very differently. I remember I read one book. I forget the name of it. They were going through the whole series of events that has happened to this whole family. But the story is massively different mm. from each perspective. So yeah. I feel like for me, you know, it's it's telling and it's also a reminder of how blessed we uh, we have 
the connections that we do. You know, um, they're not perfect. I'm not perfect. We need to create safe places. And when you have safe places, it's usually fostered by um, healthy relationships that you try to build on. You know, there's this quote that says, "Every need, everyone needs a house to live in, but a support, but a supportive family is, is what builds a home." Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So that's from Anthony Lacone. Any last, anything you want to say as we wrap up, uh, Jessica, to those listening, watching, right now? Yes. Yes. First uh, thing that comes to my mind is I love you. You know, I do. Like the love I have for, and my dog just came in, so sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I love you to everybody listening. Uh, You are amazing. And don't be so hard on yourself. Don't put yourself down and stop with the negative self-talk. We're human. Like Robert said, we're not perfect. We make mistakes and that's okay. And anybody that's listening, that's been through any sort of trauma related experience, no matter how big or small trauma can look like so many things, you know, it's not your fault. You did not ask for it. Stop blaming yourself. And I pray for you that you will be in a very healthy position and have a healthy mindset and we'll have the strength and courage to speak your truth because by sharing stories, I really feel and believe that not only helps us, but it helps others. I've heard so many times that, wow, I, I thought I was the only one going through this, or it really feels good to know that I'm not alone. And I know for me, my personal story, it feels really good to know that I'm not alone and that it's not my fault. So I think that's a huge message, but yes, I love you. And I hope that your season is going to be so fruitful. 2020. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Almost over. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, community is so important. Family is so important. Thank you again, Jessica, for coming and sharing your insight. I always appreciate you coming in and also being a part of, you know, this, this kind of network of people just trying to serve and to share their stories and allow create spaces where people can share the stories continue sharing because yeah. at the end of the day you know that's you know it's our experiences that may help someone else you know especially during this hard time that we're going through i just want to tell those who are listening remember to stay updated with all things provide ministries through the various platforms the website is the main one or provide ministries fl.com this is goodbye from revive ministry podcast for now, leaving you with this last quote. You cannot protect yourself from sadness without protecting yourself from happiness. Jonathan Safran Fo. Beautiful. Oh, can I mention where people can oh. find me? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. If you guys want to connect with me, I'm happy to send over uh, that free PDF uh, file of the POTS control thing. If you wanted to have more info on that, uh, you can email me at Jessica at diamondmindradio.com. I'll put that in the notes. Yeah, I'll put that in the notes. My podcast is Diamond Mind Radio, and that's everywhere. You can visit my website, diamondmindradio.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Diamond Mind Radio. (laughs) (laughs) And then my newest uh, business venture is The Daily Collective. Mm. So if you would like to check out The Daily Collective, we have a mentoring and coaching program. Mm. Thank you, Jessica. I, 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 
I will put all those things. If you could share me all the actual links with me, I'll put that in the notes. I'll just say the quote again. Why not? You know, we're here. It's a nice quote. It's a, you cannot protect yourself from sadness without protecting yourself from happiness. Jonathan Safran Foe. Bye for now. Thank you for listening and all your support.